you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Good Monday morning. That's right. It is a Monday. I know you had the weekend off and you're like, fuck, I gotta go back to work. Well, hey, I'm here. I'm gonna get you through this morning. I promise you. Probably had a great weekend. Probably went out and did some shit. Since we're free again, I did some shit, including seeing the brand new Batman movie. And now. We're going to call the reviewer of uh, movies on this show that's not me. We're going to call Christopher, who's dodging bullets in Fresno. Christopher, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, big guy? Uh, Quick question for you. Yes, sir. Did you recently fall and hit your head? (laughs) No. Okay, the reason why I ask that is because... In your review of the new The Batman movie, by the way, stupid name, The Batman, Mm -hmm. um, you said this was the perfect film. Yeah, yeah. I have a a kind of a peculiar way of rating movies, but yes, by by my standards, this is, I would call this a perfect movie. Okay, okay, by your standards, which it's a perfect movie, it's a perfect pile of crap. That's what this movie (laughs) is. This is one of the most symmetrical piles of crap I've ever seen. Brandon Roush is sending Robert Pattinson thank you cards for being the most forgettable superhero of all time. Oh, no. Brandon Roush was a terrible Superman, but Robert Pattinson is the most forgettable Batman character you will ever, more so than Val Kilmer. No. Yes. Not worse than Val Kilmer. He he's right up there. Like, and by the way, when did Batman move to Seattle? Why does it rain so much in Gotham City? Did you um, notice I, that? I, yeah, I think it has to do with like, I think there's like a subtle global warming thing going on. Oh, oh, don't get me started on their political messages. When right. Zoe Kravitz talked about white power, I was just like, oh, come on now. Or I'm yeah, I'm sorry, white privilege, white privilege. White privilege. I was yeah, like, yeah, come on, all the whiteies and all the whiteies in charge. And, and and look, look, I I I I'm not saying you don't have to. If you like this movie, that's great. I I couldn't stand it. I just I, I was I was beside myself. Honestly, I had a feeling that you might not like it. Uh, and and I I have a feeling that a lot of people that 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 just do not like Robert Pattinson, you're, you're just not going to be happy with the movie. If you just if you just can't get over. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the perfect Batman is John Hamm. John Hamm is the perfect Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But, hey, uh, I know it made a lot of money this weekend. I know that you liked it. What made you like it so much? So, when it comes to live-action Batman movies, having uh, having a fresh take on it and, and not – trying to not to do the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. is really hard because there's been so many iterations on the Batman thing. Um, and this movie, this movie really does a solid job of, of uh, its visual storytelling and it gets really good performances out of its actors and it feels completely new. Um, it's still trying to do, go with the grim dark version of Batman, but, but what this movie does is it also does detective version of Batman. Instead of Batman being an unstoppable action hero, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's much more fallible in this movie. 
so and that's that's the strength of Batman because Batman's not Superman. Superman's you know. Hey, here's my other question I have about Batman. Oh, yeah. uh, maybe you might know this from Warden stories. Aside from being an orphan, what does Bruce Wayne have to be upset about? He's handsome, he's a gozillionaire, and he don't have to do shit. He got a big house, he got cool cars. Why is he always upset? Why is he always because, in a bad mood? Bad mood? Because his parents died. <laughs> hey, man, my parents are both dead, and I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> I mean, I mean, shit, dude. Like, like, let's get some perspective here. You are a gozillionaire. Have a smile. Buy Britney Spears. I don't know. I mean, he's Bruce Wayne. Right, it, and, and it kind of makes you think of the uh, of the Christian Bale Batman, the Playboy, you know, showing off his money kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit more, more so the greatest Batman of all time, Adam West. Give me a campy Batman any day of the week. I'll take it. Honestly, I love me some Adam West Batman too. Oh, you know, the greatest. It's, it's, uh, well, hey, Chris, that's, that's the cool thing about Batman is that you can be, you can get it in all kinds of different flavors, and and depending on what you like, it, you know, any of those versions is great. And we can all agree that George Clooney was dog shit as Batman. That's yes, and and, and Ben Affleck. The Ben Affleck, I, it's debatable. I kind of I'm okay with the Ben Affleck one, but the George Clooney one is the only one that I can. Yeah, horrible. Just terrible. horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Christopher, I know that you have got to get to work. I appreciate every time that you review movies. We have the Assies coming up. We have a Friday and Monday edition. Uh, you and I will talk sometime soon about what movies are going to make the list for the Assies. Sure. All, All right, right, buddy. Well, hey, dodge those bullets down there in Fresno today. See you, pal. See you, pal. There you go, Christopher, our, our in-house movie reviewer extraordinaire. I Look, I, I saw the Batman movie this weekend. First of all, it's fucking three hours long. Goddamn. Three hours of dark and rain. I felt like I needed an umbrella in the damn movie theater. And maybe maybe I just fall into that category that, that Christopher was talking about. I do not like Robert Pattinson. By the way, Benedict Cumberbatch is trying to come out and talk some shit against Sam Elliott. Trying to stand up for his, you know, the power of the dog movie. Well, hey, hey, anytime. Anytime. You go ahead. And and you know what? Benedict Cumberbatch has a fighting chance because Sam Elliott's from California. Sam Elliott truly was from Texas. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch wouldn't stand a fucking chance. Let's say some good mornings, shall we? Uh, I had a little problem with my, my board this morning, so I, I apologize about that. First one here. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. How does this happen? Oh, my lucky stars. It's Braddy Kid. She's in the house today. I know that she had to go to uh, Home Depot this morning. and uh, uh, Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your I, ass. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, good morning to you, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day. David Garz is in the house. He says, good morning, a Monday morning-ass family. Strayfire says, well, what do you know? Monday, 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 and here we are. It's good to be us. Amen to that, my friend. Douglas says, I would use the term brilliant, but sexy is a stretch, as I don't think dudes are sexy. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, I got the sound all fixed. Uh, Good. Thank you, guys. That was my bad. That was not your bad. Uh, Derek's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday, but here we go. Alicia says, morning and happy Monday, ass family. Today's jokes were pretty funny. Well, thank I, I go for the pretty funny each and every day. Uh, let's see. What do, uh, what do a necrophiliac and an alcoholic have in common? 
They both need, feel the need to crack a cold one open. And what sexual position gives you the ugliest kids? Ask your mom. There you go. It rised in the house. Good morning in Oklahoma. Mike D says, good morning, ass. Crappy Monday, but we got Arn to help us through. Damn right. Hustlers was a better movie than the Batman. I don't know about that. There's bad, and then there's bad. Not sure if it was local or national poll, but for some god-awful reason, Ben Affleck was rated as the best. The best? Ben Affleck is the absolute worst. Robert Pattinson is running right there next to him. By the way, if you didn't get the Brandon Roush reference, he was the guy who played Superman in that one Superman movie and then was chicaned. Had a good weekend. want to say a special thanks to my man Kyle with the PBR for not getting us tickets again. Oh, man, that was awesome. Oh, there's nothing like watching the USA take on the world in bull riding. Oh, wait, I wouldn't know because I didn't get to go. Thanks, Kyle. But we did do something cool. Did do something cool here. We uh, we went to a place called uh, Mary's. It's way the fuck out. It's like an hour past Fort Worth. So it's like two hours away. But it is ranked as the best chicken fried steak in all of Texas. Now... We went there. It, it, I mean, it is, you want to talk about a hole-in-the-wall city in a hole-in-the-wall place? There ain't nothing special about this restaurant at all. I mean, it, it, it's like a, a converted old doctor's office where they cut out all the waiting rooms, and now that's where you eat. As far as the chicken fried steak goes... Yeah, it, it ranks as the highest-ranking chicken fried steak I ever had. There's only one caveat. It's two and a half hours away. So I, I can't really say it's the best because it's not attainable all the time for me. But, man, I, you want to talk about, like, perfect gravy thickness? We, we uh, the, the perfect amount of, of fried on the chicken fried steak. And I got a medium, and that thing was like 20 ounces of medium. Holy shit. Hate to see how big the damn large was. Boy, but that was good. Good. Yeah, that's one of the best chicken fried steaks I've ever had. Oh, man, and it was so good. I I just wouldn't stop eating. I could have, but I didn't want to. Watch the, uh, thanks to some idiot on TikTok, I got to watch the MMA fights this weekend. Mesmedev, right? That's named George Mesmedev. Well, he got whooped. What city? Hold on a second here. Um, uh, let me, I, I can tell you, uh, let's see, uh, Google. Mary's Cafe in Strawn. S-T-R-A-W-N, Strawn, Texas. Mary's Cafe. Boy, that was good. That was fucking so good. Oh, man. Uh, Robert Patton still came across as as the brooding twink Edward from Twilight. Couldn't buy him as Batman. Yeah, look, look. 
when I look at him and I'm like, yeah, I don't think this guy's really a King Crusader. I mean, I mean, at least Affleck was a, a little bit big. You know, kind of like, no, I won't say swole or anything, but at least, you know, if I have to throw out my disbelief because of Michael Keaton being a small guy, it's hard for Pattinson because he's British too. That's the other thing. Look, look, I don't want to be all xenophobic on everybody here. Um, but uh, who's he, what's it? Uh, I like my Batman to be American. I know, I, I, I know I'm being a pig here, and, and I don't care, oink, oink. How do you think the Brits would feel if an American played James Bond with a shitty British accent? They, they would be beside themselves. And here we are giving up one of our greatest characters, Batman. Give it up to a Brit. God damn it. Oh, blimey's Robin. Cheerio, let's go, Alfred. And by the way, not enough Alfred in this movie. Need more Alfred. Cody Covington is badass, fucking badass. Andy's pro-America, very pro-America. I don't like people that drape the, the flag around them, though, and or wear the flag. It, it's not meant to be worn. I, I understand it, it, it's a big clothing line and everything. You want to wear it as a patch or something. I just don't see. I, I look at it this way. If I had a pair of American pants on, I could never sit down. So I don't want to sit on the flag. You know what I mean? That, that, but that's just me. If you want to wear the red, white, and blue all the time, you go right ahead, Kobe Covington, because I'm pretty sure that you could fucking whoop me. Damn, man, them kicks to the legs. Them MMA, them MMA guys, man, that's just deadly. Shit, dude, that hurts me when those guys get kicked in the leg that many times. God damn. Be like, hey, man, stop that shit. Let's fight. So, yeah, watch those. Watch the uh, AEW thing last night. Dog collar match between CM Punk and, uh, and MJF. Good match. Last night it was a good event. AEW had a great event last night. Great. And I'm starting to see some writings on the wall, some rumblings about Stone Cold Steve Austin not actually having a match. But just a confrontation now at WrestleMania. What the hell is that? What 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 kind of bullshit is that? Get your ass back in the ring, Steve Austin. Vince, pay that man. Pay him a hundred million dollars to do a match. That's what I, I if I was Steve Austin, I'd say that's what I want. Hundred million. I'll go down from there. He offered me a deal. I said, 99 million. But, yeah, so I had a pretty uh, pretty laid-back weekend. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? There's not much to, to report on in the world. I mean, I've got a lot of stories, so don't worry. We've got a full show for us. Uh, but I haven't seen Hangtown Jen in here. Is Hangtown Jen not here today? Hey, just said, well, I, I I see her name. She just hadn't said hello. She's logged in. Uh, just in case she's uh, you know uh, playing slippery here. Hang time, Jen. I, I've got one for you today. It's called incel. Short for involuntary celibate, an incel is an ugly, pathetic virgin, typically a guy who was mad their whole life 
blaming the world for never having opportunities to have sex, eventually becoming extremely misogynistic and rapey. And rapey, all right, the incel. There you go. Uh, All right, I guess we can go ahead and start now. Oh, by the way, by the way, to start off the second break of the show, amazing email, amazing email coming up. I know it, it couldn't wait till tomorrow. Uh, I just saw a bubble walk in the house from the front. I was like, well, that usually doesn't happen. That was weird. That is fighting. That's breaking down your opponent so they can move as good as they did before they got in the cage. And Kobe did that with his wrestling just tiring out, George. It was really a good fight for people who aren't educated the grappling part. They're going to bitch about it. Masvidev likes to shit on wrestlers. Motherfucker, this is MMA. you got to adapt. This is what the streets... You'd be fucked. Oh, I, look, I, I thought it was a great match. I just don't like it when they get kicked in the leg because that hurts me. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Finally, one I know, Incel. Those guys are featured on Dateline a lot. Go figure. <laughs> Good morning, Cowboys girl. Up until the last couple words, I'd say you're describing me. <laughs> What a crazy weekend camping in a snowstorm. Yeah, you couldn't catch me doing that. Uh-uh. Nope. No, sir, Rebob. I missed the fight. No spoilers. Just kidding. Good fight. Real good fight. I didn't really pay attention to a lot of the undercard fights because, like I said, I watched it on TikTok. I'm sure Dana White loves hearing that. I watched it on TikTok. Oh, all right. Let's go. Let's get this fucking Ukraine shit all out the way. Let's talk about it. Secretary of State says Joe Biden administration is having active discussions to ban Russia oil imports to the U.S. of A. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. Uh, Let me just say real quick. It's about fucking time. I mean, honestly. We're, we're finally now starting to have discussions. Two weeks after a sovereign country was invaded. By the way, all you have to do is go on to TikTok and you will find plenty of videos from people in the Ukraine. I don't know if you've noticed, there have been a lot of videos posted lately, so I think something is actually happening over there. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said the U.S. is considering levying oil sanctions on Russia. This should have been sanction number one. But instead, this administration decided to go after yachts and penthouse deluxe apartments. There's something I'm not picking up on. And like I said, I, I have a bunch of stories about this coming up. Um, I, 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 I'm just at such a loss at why we've taken so long to come to this. 
Yeah, Douglas, that's what it would encourage. Maybe we could perhaps drill here and use American oil. Like, isn't there a pipeline that we're building back in the day that would have helped America? Whatever happened to that, LOL. Oh, you mean the Keystone Pipeline or all these pipelines that have been shut down due to environmental concerns? Keystone was just shut shut down because, well, the president wanted to put more money in Warren Buffett's pocket. Morning, Ken Dog. I mean, honestly, if Russia's taking home more, and it says it here in the story, more than $500 million a day, they're taking half a billion dollars a day on energy resources. I don't know, you kind of grow kind of, you know, used to having that kind of money. If you're making that a day, you're making, what, $3.5 billion a week? Because that's the one industry that doesn't take time off. I'm confused about the confiscated property. How is it ours to take? I mean, how is taking a few yachts and houses going to stop one man from finishing this war? Because trucking has less of a carbon footprint than a pipeline rolls eyes. No, see, this is the thing that I'm not understanding, and and maybe y'all can help me on this. We are going out of our way to punish the shit out of the Polish people. Or not Polish, I'm sorry, Russian people. The Russian people didn't call for this invasion. Wasn't like Boris, uh, or what's his name, Vladimir Putin is having a town hall meeting. Most likely in a, in a wife beater, because that's how he rolls. Taking questions from Ruskies about what they should and shouldn't do with their country. Oh, the first thing I think we should do is invade Ukraine. Well, the country's asking for it. But we're punishing them. Netflix has stopped service there. We're not sending anything there. And I get it. Dude. Is this a way for us that we're trying to get the people to rise up against Vladimir Putin? I mean, I mean honestly, is that, is that what they're doing? Because I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, hey, at least we're doing something, but I, I think going after... I'm with you, Jen. I don't understand how they go after yachts and deluxe apartments. Okay. All right. You, you know, that's nice to maybe take, I don't know, you, you get you get an oligarch, you take like $10, 15000000 million worth of his shit from him. That's nice. I would rather take $500 million away from actual Russia, though. But now we're talking about it. It's on the table. Hey, hey, if you don't mind, can we talk about this? I swear to God. This is the dumbest fucking war that's out there. We're led by the dumbest leader in the free world. By the way, lots and lots of journalists are leaving Russia 
due to Putin's information crackdown. I just, if he's starting to crack down on on the media reporting on this, you take from those oligarchs to hurt their ability to support Putin. Okay. Yeah, look, look, look. I, I get it, but I don't understand why that was the first thing we did. I I think the oil thing should have been first, and then we could you, we could roll in this stuff. There is an oligarch over there who has offered a million dollars uh, for his head for Vlad's head. I don't think anybody's going to get near Vladimir Putin. But by the way, by the way, with Russia doing what they're doing. By, by shutting down the media, are we really surprised? Come on, uh, where, where are all my Gen Xers out there? We were brought up to hate Russia. Sorry, it, it, it's the truth. I remember when I was in, what, seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade? We all were forced to, to watch the movie The Day After. It's a terrible movie about nuclear holocaust. And it was the first time they really showed what nuclear power could do to us. And that's why I started to question the old, oh boy, a nuclear attack. Let's get under the desk. Because one of those rickety old ratchety ass desks could have saved us from a fucking nuclear glow. Wait a second, I got radiation poisoning, but but I was under a desk. Russia gets a huge chunk of oil from Russia. It's easier and quicker to freeze assets of individuals. Getting nationwide sanctions against Russia with that oil factor requires agreement with Europe. See, this is where, and, and I appreciate, thank you, Ogre, I appreciate that. This is where it sucks being American. I don't give a fuck about Europe's oil. I mean, I, I, I understand the President of the United States has to. I get it. And these are all these fucking red tape situations that you run into. See, this is why I think we, if you're President, you just take that red tape wherever you want to go. Go, uh, no, I, I think we're going to go ahead and sanction this. If Europe wants to do something about it, they can, but I don't run Europe. Andrew says, morning, y'all. Damn right. We were raised to hate Russians. Better dead than red. Hell, we were raised to be ready when Red Dawn was going to happen, yeah? It's just like the reason we had to wear a mask. Exactly. I don't know what what protects better, the mask and coronavirus or one of those old one-piece desk systems that you had in elementary school? If you hit under that, that's probably one of the few ass members who watches South Park. Uh, one last week showed uh, Mr. Mackey all upset about the Russians and returning to Cold War preparedness, including going to his 80s room and using his DOS computer to send messages 
to NORAD saying we were under attack. LOL, awesome. That's funny. We need to wear a mask to protect us from commies and nukes. Jesus. Don't give them any ideas. All right, people, what's this story, Adams? Major global brands, McDonald's, Pepsi, and Estee Lauder should consider pausing their operations in Russia. Uh, New York State Pension Fund chief wrote in a letter to several companies. Nike, Nike, stop. Uh, I, I gotta say, I, businesses, look, man, they're there to make money. Duh, no more drinking Pepsi. McDonald, am I wrong here? That they're gonna, that, that they want, okay, so, so a bunch of companies are, are sanctioning Russia themselves, so, meaning McDonald's shouldn't be open over there? I don't. I I know you can hear it in my voice that that, that I'm I'm so confused when it comes to this. And, and I and I have to ask because over the weekend, twenty one cities across Russia had thousands of protesters out there protesting the war. About six hundred people were detained. All over Russia, due to these protests going. Now I don't know what their rights are. I don't know if you have to get a a, a, a thing to petition to do it because I know they're not a free nation. But Netflix is releasing the Red Dawn prequel. It's those pesky Ruskies again. Starting World War III. Oh, sorry, Arnie. Not starring Patrick Swayze. It's that Ukrainian comic who became president. Joe has a cameo playing himself, talking about a good fight with Horn Pop. Russia's being pissed now. You Yankee cowboy pow pow shoot them up. You close McDonald's and now we get Borscht McMuffin. This last straw. Pow pow. Uh, yeah, they can't get the McBorsch. Well, but see, there's the thing. If the I mean, I guess we're doing this to tell the people of Russia, okay, y'all got to do something about this. The people of Russia are terrified of Vladimir Putin. They're like me when I see, I, I, I found, I, I saw my biggest fear in life the other day. I'm going to share it with you guys. My The thing that shakes me to my core. I get scared when I see these, and that is a parking lot carnival. Yeah, that's right, I said it. If you see a parking lot carnival, like in a mall parking lot, man, oh, man, I I start sweating. 
start getting that weird feeling in my stomach, and I'm just driving by. I'm not going to it. That's single-handedly the most dangerous place on earth. You can have your Fallujahs, you can have your Stocktons, but once you start a fucking uh, parking lot carnival at a Kmart or at a mall or at City Hall, I am, I, I'm out. I'm tagging out. But that's the way these people in Russia feel about Vladimir. How many political... Uh, I don't want to say, I, the, the word is victims to use. How many uh, political adversaries have become victims in his reign? Oh, so yeah, a bunch of anti-pro uh, or war protesters were out this weekend and said, yeah, we're going to throw your ass in jail. Now, let's see. Uh, okay. The president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, Time Magazine's man of the year already. I'm sorry, person of the year. He's been asking for more lethal aid. And by the way, this morning it got passed through. He's getting all kind of jets and all kind of missiles and shit. So there you go. We're helping him out. And as well we should. We should be helping out Ukraine. Sorry, I just found a story for the next hour. It's about the cars, Flossel Dossel. I had a feeling this was going to happen. Okay. More lethal aid, so they're going to <laughs> Magic Johnson? No, we shouldn't. I would kind of pay to see how that worked. I saw that we approved to send them fighter jets, but how will they fly them? Like, just guess their way through it? No, I imagine they have some pretty smart pilots over there that can probably figure it out. I I think we're sending them, like, old Russian MiGs that we have. Kindog, would you like to elaborate on why we shouldn't be helping them? I'm just wondering. I'm not going to jump down your throat or nothing like that. I just wonder. I mean, look, look. If you want to know why I say this, I, I, I say this because, well, I know that's what we're going to do because that's what makes us America. I know I use that phrase a lot. That's what makes us America because it is. The way we treat people when we do stuff, when we go and help people. Look, I, I'll say it right now. Us helping Ukraine... Slowly but surely, we're going to end up helping them, which means one thing and only one thing. That means we will be fighting them in about 20 years. Our MiG pilots called MIGGers. 
But think about it. This is what always happens. This is what happens. Oh, hey, we're here to help you out. Oh, okay, you're going to stab us in the back? Hashtag World War II. When Patton saw what the Russians were about to do, he knew that we are going to be in a Cold War forever. Don't listen to him. We got our own problems. Veterans and homeless uh, before helping anyone. I agree. Ken Dog, hey, preaching to the choir, brother. Brad Kid, what's your question? Uh, Joe Biden is only sending the jets because he plans on leaving them for Putin to take you like he did with the Taliban. We can't let another country with nuclear missiles run uh, through uh, Russia. This is something we need to get ahead of and nip in the bud before it gets out of hand. Why are we in other countries, even Sweden, helping Ukraine if nothing is going on over there? I don't know, because we're not supposed to be watching it. Yeah, Ken, look, look, I, I wish that we took care of our veterans first. That's why I said when he gave his State of the Union address last week, my number one thing was veterans. They all want to sit up there on their perches and, and, and do the, the addressing of the nation. They want to sit there. They want to blend in with their brown chair. Nancy Pelosi wants to get all coked up allegedly behind him. And you talk about this wonderful gift that we have of freedom. And this wonderful gift that it is. We, it, it is a wonderful gift. And we have to fight for it. And the men and women that fight for it, the ones that actually do the legwork, how about we start taking a little bit better care of them? It's on this topic. As the family and I watch the news, we begin to discuss what we would do as we watch Ukrainian people walk for days to get to the border. We talked about what border we'd go for or if we'd go into the woods and wait it out. Turns out I'm heading to Canada. I'm not a woodsy gal. I, can, uh, I can't hunt or fish, and I need running water, clean water I can drink, so not Mexico. So I asked the ask family, would you, one, walk to Mexico, two, walk to Canada, three, go and hide in the hills, what would you do? That's a great question. What would you do? I know what I'd do. I'm going to die in the streets. That, that, that's all there is to it. I'm going to fight. But that's just me. We're going to relive World War II because no one wants to get involved until we're attacked. Yep. Oh, that's a great call. Now, Ratberger says he has a serious question. Uh, after all these decades, we were told that the Russian military is a very formidable force. The videos of them like a third world country invading a neighbor island. No, no formations, no long lines of tanks corrupt, uh, protecting troop carriers. That's how the U.S. goes in. I know this is how China goes in. I know this is modern way for a ground invasion. Why not Russia? I think Zimbabwe has more affordable, more affordable looking force. It's funny you bring that up because they were talking about that. I heard them talking on that on a news show the other day. And this shows just how bad things have gotten in, in Russia because of the oligarchs and people like Putin. The military there has gotten lazy. 
I've heard there have been a lot of Russian casualties so far. I don't know what the actual numbers are. I'm not there. Pretty interesting, though. Mr. Rice has been prepping for this his whole life and keeps us with what we need, including guns. We'd be fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, King Dog says, dig in my boots and fight. Andrew says, hide in the hills, get away from big cities, start a garden and learn how to hunt. That's what you need to do. Here's the reason why I say I would stay and fight. I'm curious how true the reports are that Russian soldiers are disabling their own vehicles to avoid having to proceed further. I haven't heard that. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Um, kind of like after COVID happened, if somebody ever invaded us and we had, we had to make that choice whether to go to Canada or go to Mexico or stand and fight, I know that America will never look the same. Somebody invades us. There are too many scaredy cats over here for us to ever live look the same. I love living in the free society that we have. Or free, and I use quotation marks. But if you think lockdowns were bad before, just think what happens if we become a war-torn country. I don't, I don't think America would come back. And I, I, I would rather fight and die in the streets. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not judging anyone on what they would do, where they would go, or anything like that. This is judgment-free zone here. I'm just telling you what I would do. And that is to suffice the voice in my head of what you should do, Arnie. Go, oh, I'm going to fight. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Teresa uh, Douglas. America will put uh, us in a situation where Americans will die so that they can what, sway public opinion into supporting us joining the war. Almost every war in the U.S. got into in the 20th century was in- instigated so that we would join. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we sat around for World War II. Vietnam started on a, a misrepresentation, a, a fake story, and we invaded them. Uh, all, all I got to say is this. I'm not going anywhere. Hell, I'll probably be on the air. Have me like a Gatling gun set up next to me. I see some Ruskies coming down the street. Tat, 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 And then we play some fart noises. <laughs> That's what we do here. That's what we do here at the Arnie State Show. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, so more more planes are getting sent in. Before we joined World War II, we stopped trading with Japan. We weren't neutral. Yeah, but we allowed like 6 million Jews to get killed by Germans. We weren't doing a whole lot. I know there are some American companies like Coca-Cola that stopped, and that's how we got Fanta. Fanta's a Coke product, but they, Coca-Cola wouldn't send Germany 
the right mixture for Coca-Cola because, well, we're at war with them. So that's how they came up with Fanta. I only learned that this year. I thought it was a fascinating story. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like this. Uh, last week we talked about Dale Earnhardt's former boss, Richard Childress, and how he's sending a million rounds of ammo to the people in Ukraine. Well, I knew a company in Arizona will also send a million rounds of ammunition to the Ukraine. Ammo Inc., which produces high-performance ammunitions and components, will send ammunition free of charge to Ukraine. Now, see, I ain't got a problem with that. That's a private business reaching out, doing what they should. Hey, good for them. Put my name on a couple of them bullets. On a random but interesting bitch fest note, my 401k dropped 27,000 since December. Thanks, Joe. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot in four months. Don't worry, it'll go back up. I promise. It'll go up. I've been watching this for over two weeks, watching the terror uh, or war on a country, and while the Ukraine people's actions inspire me and their stories sadden me, I don't shed a tear when I see a dog, and I've only seen four fucking dogs the whole time. What the fuck? These people are leaving their pets Where's the action group for that shit? Where's the Red Cross for paws? That breaks my heart like the dogs, cats, horses, and animals. Not the people as much. Yeah, I'm going to move it into something that will stop the bleeding. Yeah, I don't blame you. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh, Look, it... Ogre says it great here. Rise, I haven't checked my 401k since January. I know it's taking a shit, but I'm confident it'll boom right now, back up, just like after every other downturn. Look, if you can take it out until, like, November 3rd, take it out till then. And once the red tidal wave comes back, you're going to see a big jump in the stock market once again. But yeah, I like that. I, I like that this this company is donating the bullets, and, and private people are donating these bullets to people. That hey, America's not getting involved. Braddy Ketz is the best. Get out of Russian oil. How about we send our best oil sal- salesman over to Europe, somebody who's like Herb Tarlick from WKRP, and we broker a deal with Europe that they buy our oil now. You want to see inflation go away? Well, there you go. We got all of Europe buying our oil, and we're buying our oil. Fuck you, Russia. Woo, gas prices are going to be cheap. Because we'll have good enough supply and demand is there. People are going to make some money. Doodah, doodah. By the way, speaking of money, 
R.I.P. Herb Tarlick. Amen to that. The White House is warning that the U.S. will soon be out of money for COVID-19. <laughs> oh, that is unless unless Congress acts to approve more funding. Officials in Washington are saying that more money is needed for treatments, preventative pills, funding the tests. But this damn Ukraine thing has jumped in the way. Uh, Rise, honestly, the best place to leave it be. It'll bounce back in two or three years and then some. I used to play in the markets as living. Not going to happen under this administration. A friend of mine who seems to have some knowledge has heard that Venezuela is where we're going to get our oil from again. God damn it. Uh, Believe me, Special K, I know that we're not going to fucking do our own oil, especially in this administration. I know that. I know this hatred that they have for oil, and that's what it is. Let's just call it out what it is. This administration hates oil. Hates it. I don't understand how it could. It's funded most of everybody that's behind it or shitting on it right now. But, of course, we're going to go to another country run by another dictator, and we're going to buy their oil. Fantastic. And the record just keeps spinning of why America is not the greatest country in the world. It's the American way. Don't shit where you eat, and you don't drill at home. You exploit others. Who's the one doing the actual exploiting? I mean, if you think about it, the national gas price has is risen to $4 a gallon. It's almost $4 a gallon here in Texas. I can't imagine what y'all are playing, paying for it out in California. You really think the average American gives a flying fuck if we don't get our oil from some petro dictatorship? It means jack shit when you need gas to get to work or to the movies. No, what I'm saying is this. That when we do decide to go to Venezuela... Venezuela, with their dictatorship, they can say, we're going to charge you the same that Russia was charging. How does that help us out? Just because they're not at a war right now? They're, they're not invading anybody? You see, we've become reliant on them. And I know it looks like we're exploiting them for oil, but they're doing the exact same to us. See, Nasty says 549 cheapest gas in uh, B Wood, California. At least it's creeping on $5. Let's not produce the oil where we can actually control emissions to an extent. Yeah. So the day this scuffle started, Joe came out and said uh, a thing about the gas prices. He said they have been watching this uh, situation for a month, preparing, planning, plenty of oil reserves. 
that they're closely monitoring to oil gas prices in the U.S. They shouldn't see a spike at all. And that any gas company raises prices during that crisis will be sanctioned. And four days later, the price began to rise. Two weeks later, we're at an average of $5 a gallon. What the actual fuck? Why did he say that, yet nothing came from his words? Because he's fucking Joe Biden. That's why. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is. Roseville, it's between 520 and 530 a gallon. I'm pretty excited. It all depends on who will give Hunter Biden a job, and that's when we get our oil. No shit. I'm sorry, guys, for bitching about 350 gallon. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Where we live, Arise, you live in Oklahoma, I live in Texas, we shouldn't be paying it. Look, people in California shouldn't be paying $5 a gallon for gas. Nobody in America should be paying $5 a gallon for gas. This is ridiculous. And this is the only, this is about the most un-American thing I talk about when I talk about this topic. And I know I'm going to sound like an asshole liberal here. But with the oil companies, if the last quarter you made a $5 billion profit, why can't you make a $2.5 billion profit? I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm telling business how to do business, and I know I, we can't do that here in America, and it pisses me off, but $2.5 billion is still making the money. Because people are going to stop driving pretty soon. When it gets to $6 a gallon, and believe you and me, it will get to 6 Hello, we got Memorial Day coming up. What happens every year at Memorial Day? That's right, the prices go through the roof. What happens on 4th of July? Same thing. You're not going to be able to afford airfare pretty soon. At all. Those getaway tickets that, that Southwest used to sell for $59... You can go ahead and put another nine at the back of that. So it's risen in Tahoe, but only a dollar a gallon. It was hanging around four seventy nine. Now at Exxon, it's five seventy nine. I think we rose less overall. Is this part of the plan that gets everyone into electric cars? It could be. It could be this, this administration's way to say, fuck you and your, your, your addiction to oil. By the way, by the way, those barrels of oil we buy and all this oil that we're talking about, and oil, oil, oil. All you got to do is look at your desk today. Where would we be without oil? Well, let's see. Uh, you ain't going to have no pens, no paper. Well, because those are made out of plastic. Well, pens are made out of plastic, and plastic is made out of, that's right, you guessed it, kids, oil. Uh, for your, for your, your, your phones, uh, you know, those, those, those cases and stuff, yeah. Really, really hard plastic, yeah, made out of oil. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. If we get rid of oil, all the stuff that goes away. Good luck charging your car when it powers out. Let countries can't keep themselves from fucking up. Now, here, here's the other thing is that there are some electric companies out there that are telling people not to charge their cars at home. Huh? Well, I'm paying for the electricity. Well, it's taking too much. Well, charge me more then. Well, we can't do that. We can just say don't charge your cars. Huh? That's already happening. That's already happening. Once again, once again, I, I'm not going to get into this. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go through this Rick and Remote, Rick and Moreau bullshit again with solar and air and water and all that kind of stuff. I've said it enough. I want you to try it all. I, I hope that they come up with a vile solution from all those things. I really do. But until they do. Until they actually work better than gasoline than and coal, you do you then. And all your electric car truck owners are doing far worse uh, to the government, to the environment than gas. They will be when they have to change them batteries out after what ten or eleven years. I mean, you got a good run with that car, but where's those batteries going to go? Outer space? Elon dumping those out in space? By the way, when that starts happening, when, when these multi-billionaires are paid even more money to, you know, take some trash out in space or shoot trash out there, they will. Oh, yeah, you better believe they will. It's going to be shit that's crashing into the moon here pretty soon. But back to the story, it's funny how they say, well, we don't have a lot of money for COVID anymore due to this war. That's them saying COVID's over. Our fair government, let me tell you. It does make me laugh. Otherwise, I would be crying. I just found out those public charging stations for electric cars aren't free. I just assumed they were free. Like, benefit of driving a car for the environment was a courtesy charge. I had no idea they charged. What do they charge? I can fix my 97 uh, gas-powered 4Runner when it breaks down. I have no clue how to fix a Tesla. Well, what you do, to, this is how you fix a Tesla, the old engineer's trick. You turn it off, and then you turn it on again. All right, final story of this break, and then we'll, uh, we'll take a break. Now, like I said, I have a really awesome letter to start off the second half. Of the show. About $25 to $30 for a full charge. You're paying $30 for electricity to charge your damn car? Fuck, you Tesla owners must make a lot of money. God damn. 
Because don't you have to charge it every day? It's almost price of ga- cost of a gallon of gas. Well, let, let's see something here. Hold on. Uh, let's see. How far? 104 charge. How far? Uh, let's see. How far tested on complete charging model? Uh huh. Okay. There's a 360 mile one, 353, 412. So nothing really over 412 miles you can get on a fully charged car. So let's let's say that you got a cross country trip coming. Okay, and you you've got you got to drive two thousand miles. I don't know. I, maybe maybe electric will be less, but not by much. And it's between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars to put the charging system in your home. Which, by the way, electric companies are saying, please don't put these in your home. If you fuel at home, it come costs a couple bucks, but in the wild, it com- comparable cost to operate. Yep. Uh, it scares me that I'm going to lose really good employees because it's cheaper for them to stop commuting and get a lower-paid job by their homes 45 an hour away. Gas prices are really hurting my commuting employees the most, yeah? And it takes 30 to 60 minutes, depending on how much far you charge it. Okay. My 03 Honda Civic averages 32 miles a gallon, less than 40 to fill up. No car payment. Okay. Well, then think about it. If you're on the road trip, you got to pull over to charge your car, and how long does it take? Well, I guess it takes, what, an hour to charge? I mean, if you drive 800 miles, that, that that's literally about an 11-hour drive. Most people drive 70, so we'll, we'll, we'll say an 11-hour drive to get 800 miles. So now it's going to take you two hours longer because you have to charge it twice. Well, an hour longer because it's going to charge you twice. But it's only going to cost you 35 bucks. Interesting. Then the power goes out and y'all are all fucked. I may be old school, but I'm using multiple sources for energy. There's nothing wrong. Look, 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 look. That's what I want. I want people to use multiple sources for energy. That's what I that that's what I'm praying for. I'm praying they figure out the water system. I'm I, I'm praying they figure out air and solar. I, I pray that happens. That'd be fantastic.
you're going to see a lot of things change in November. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to see a lot of things change. Big oil is going to get their way here pretty soon. Big oil is just sitting there right now going, just wait, buy your little electric cars, and when we say enough of the electric cars, that will be enough. Now, Elon Musk will continue to to put these things out because that's what he does. I think some people will still buy them. Because a lot of people think that they're fantastic and they're great. Hey, more power to you. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. By the way, uh, wow, this this is shocking. I, I know... I know that no one has ever said anything like this before on this show. But the ambassador to Poland warns Putin has sights set beyond Ukraine and calls for decade-long Russian sanctions. But, but let's go back to that first one there. He has set his, set beyond, his sights beyond Ukraine. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Oh, he's just going to come in and get these things that are operated by Nazis there out of there. And then they're going to drive home. Yet. You're going to see how far he can go. He goes, oh, I can go this far. Well, let's try Poland again. Then the power goes out. You know, fuck, I may be old school. Read that. Can can you hook up? You know what I'd love. This is this would be one of those guilty pleasure things that I would love to see. Someone charging their their Tesla at their house while the electric is running on a fucking <laughs> a gas powered generator. How great would that be to see? Just charging the uh, Tesla, yo. Yeah, but you have it plugged into something that uses gas. Whatever. And and, and look, look, I, I asked some really silly questions here because I don't know the answers. Is China dumb enough to start their shit at the same time this Russia bullshit is doing, going on? I think that the way things have happened so far in Ukraine, and I, I guess that, that big nuclear power plant was taken over by Russians. China is dumb enough. But I don't think they I, I, I think they're dumb. I don't think they're really stupid. They're waiting for the Americans to get to get really involved first. And what's hampering them on that is the fact that Ukrainians are standing up and fighting. China's just sitting back waiting. waiting. We'll have to see. (laughs) It's not like Biden's going to do anything to them. Yeah, no shit. 
How bad do you want to see Joe Biden tell a Pollock joke on stage? That'd be fantastic. But I can't believe somebody who's worked that closely with Vladimir Putin comes out and says he has his sights set further than Ukraine. Wow. Man, did anybody see that one coming? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Oh, that's right. Yay, more sanctions. Awesome. Uh, All right, that is going to do it for the first segment here on the show today. 775-357-FANS is the number, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. When I die, I may not go to heaven.
that he'll pass away Well, I'll be doing fine on the Houston time And when the sun sets on the Coconut Bay Well, from way up where the Red River flows on down to the Rio Grande Well, I was born a native Texican And I'm proud to say that I am I worked the rig from three to midnight 
on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till daylight, sleep the morning away. I'd plan to take my wages, leave the rigs behind for good. But that life, it is contagious, and it gets down in your blood. I lived in Corpus with my brother. We were always on the run. We were bad for one another. Drunk and rolled a car We knew the girls at every dance hall Had a tab at every bar If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay My brother had a wife and family you know he gave him a good home But his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea if I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay brother lives in Houston He married for the second time He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer if I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober
Ready? This is this a war you want to get in? You 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 want to come here? All right, all right. I was about to give you a big thank you. Tell everybody what's going on. So let me tell it before I read anything that Braddy Kid has written on the the Mixler site here. So this morning I woke up. I got to tell you, I woke up. I, I my nose is fucking running. And I got a scratchy throat. So maybe I've got COVID finally. Hopefully, hopefully it kills me. <laughs> Jesus. Um, as I woke up this morning, my Monday duties are feed the idiot dog, shower, clean up, get ready for, for work, because, hey, I'm going to work. And then Monday is his trash day, so I got to take out the trash. I got to get the dog shit from the backyard. Got to take the trash out from the garage and go get it. So as I, I'm waking up, done the shower, walk out, and all of a sudden, lo and behold, there's Brady Kid, and she's supposed to be at work. I'm like, what are you doing here? Now, now you see, Brady Kid works at a place. We'll say it rhymes with Kroger. That is probably the worst-run business I've ever seen, in my opinion. I mean, literally, you can work at Kroger and take a shit in the middle of the floor, and they will not fire you. So, of course, the way that business is run is they just throw things together willy-nilly, and they change her schedule last night without telling her. That, that's the other thing. That's the other thing that you have to worry about when you work at, at such a shithole like Kroger. They just change your schedule. They don't tell you about it. So Braddy Kid wakes up early this morning, goes in, finds out she's not needed. She's not on the schedule for a couple of days. They've given her two days off. So Braddy Kid then goes and does something very nice for me. Now, I didn't know that she was doing this. She went and got donuts. I thought that was spectacular. Awesome. Fantastic. Now, when I turn the corner, I see her out there. I'm like, what are you doing here? Maybe she got fired. Maybe she was the employee that took a shit in the middle of the floor and they actually did fire. So I said, what are you doing here? And she goes, oh, you're going to regret that in about two minutes. Believe me, I regretted a long time before. So then she got me donuts. She got me a regular jelly donut. I believe it was raspberry. Phenomenal. And then she got me like uh, some kind of crazy cuckoo donut. Because we got one of them crazy, like, cuckoo, fancy, dancy donut places down the street. Now, this fancy, dancy donut, I looked at it, and I could look at it and go, okay, is this supposed to be a coconut cream pie donut? Because I love coconut cream pie. Like my dad, it's my favorite. And she said, yes. I said, okay, well, I'll eat the jelly now, and I'll try the, the coconut cream pie in a little bit. Yeah, you know what? Damn it to hell. I missed that one. That That's my bad right there. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? Yeah. So then during the during, during the song break there, I went in and I and I cracked open. I, I, I ripped it in half because I didn't think there was anything in it. Oh, my God. It's got coconut cream pie filling inside the donut. 
It's the greatest donut ever invented. And I was going to come on here and talk about how this great donut, but no, 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 no. Somebody had to get her little panties all in a bunch and start talking all kind of blah, 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 blah. That donut was phenomenal. And it's the last one I'm ever going to eat. So thank you, Braddy Kid. Thank you for introducing me to the world's greatest donut that I will never have again, just to spite you. And I know that you are a spiteful person back, and you'll try to do something to me. Oh, I'll win this spite fest. But yes, it was a coconut cream donut. It's the greatest donut ever made. It's got coconut cream pie shit in the middle. Now, I didn't rush back and eat the other half. No, I put that in the fridge to make it cold, make it taste like real coconut cream pie. But, oh, so good. So thank you, Braddy Kid, for the one time I ever get that donut, you jackass. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's see. He just wrote me. What did he write in his text? Okay. Uh, uh, let's see, so, 9.15 Pacific time, 9.15, my time, God's country, okay, so that's when we'll do, okay, all right, Uh, Christopher and I are just working out our times for the assies, those are coming up here very, very soon, oh man, we got, wait, there's like new story, oh, by the way, by the way, um, I was talking about the Polish ambassador who's talking about how uh, uh, Vladimir Putin is looking to take over other lands. And uh, let me guess, Fox News or Yahoo reported that. Uh, actually, Fox News did have a report on it, and so did CNN. And so did the Baltic News Network, The Guardian also. Uh, the First News is also reporting it. Now, I don't know the way they all skew. I, I, I don't know how they all skew. But I do know that when Fox News reports something and the exact same story comes out on CNN, you can pretty much say that one's true. That's like when Fox News comes out and says, the Cubs win the World Series, and they, the Cubs, it, it, it was the Cubs and Indians a few years ago. CNN wanted to come out and say, no, the Indians won the World Series. But see, they both came out and said the same thing because the same thing happened. So, yes, it, it's being reported on at least, uh, I, I, I've just pulled it up, uh, at least five different websites that's reporting what the Polish ambassadors say. Oh, the same ones who all got back COVID and the elections were fair? Got it. No, they're all bought and paid for. My, Uh, let's see. I think we all bought the COVID thing. I mean, we were all doing that, so. But hey, hey man, I I wish I could live in your world where nothing happens. We do have a letter, and this is a real, real letter. So, this is a big ask one? Okay, all right. Let's get it out. We haven't done it in a while since the very beginning of the year, so. Uh, let's see, uh, for your listening pleasures and to help this person. What is wrong with my board today? It's weird. 
That is a good one right there. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. Uh, all right. Uh, since we are doing mail, mail is brought to us usually on Tuesdays. But mail is brought to us by our good friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, the rest this weekend, do you know what they were doing? This is what they were doing. Anything that was painted blue and yellow, they covered up in red. That's right. They're fans of communism. Oh, 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 absolutely. They're big fans. What they like to do is they like to replace all the tools in your house with just a hammer and a sickle because that's all you need. You know who uses more tools than just a hammer and a sickle? My friend Jesse at JS Floors. And he puts in some damn fine floors. Some damn fine American-made Patriot floors. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Mm-hmm. All right. And there for a moment, I thought Freddie Mercury had been cloned. <laughs> uh, the rest were protesting Mila Kunis and Mila Jovanovich. Oh, wow. Both those chicks. Uh, all right. This one is from someone named Pat. Says, hey, buddy. I just wanted to let you know that you've been a big part of my life for the last 15 years or so. And I wanted to start out by saying thank you. Thank you. You listen. Uh, I know you don't feel like you work, but you do an amazing job. Oh, I feel like I work. Oh, yes. Uh, But you do an amazing job, and that's why I'm coming to you. You see, I know that something like this happened to you as well. You see, my best friend of about 20 years all but actually took a knife and stabbed me in the back with it. My friend and I had been disagreeing on a lot of stuff lately because he decided that he needed to be a little bit more woke. He has corrected me and told me not to say things that we both used to joke about all the time. I heard from another person in our group that he actually told people I was a racist. And I have been my entire life, and he can't believe that he's friends with me. It's gotten to the point where I don't know which friends that I can and cannot hang out with anymore. But that's not even what I'm worried about. I feel like the last 20 years have been fake, and I feel used. If anyone knows that feeling, it's you, and that's why I'm asking How can I get through this without whooping my friends behind and telling people he's lying? Thanks again for all you do, AIG, and that is from Pat. Oh, boy, that that one right there, that one hits close. Okay, I can help you. Let's see, the rest voted for George Clooney as the best Batman. Fucking idiots. Yeah, they, they, they would do something like that. Everything woke turns to shut. I take a break from that friend, dump that friend, and move on. Well, it's easier said than done, but sometimes that is the best uh, that the best thing. You're asking about the last 20 years. This has happened to me a couple times. I want to go back to something you said in there. He's corrected me and told me not to say things that we're both used to joke about. Now. There's one friend on this show that you know I talk about, and that's Chris Payne. Uh, Chris Payne, who I, I, I loved as a brother. 
truly, truly loved him as a brother. And I remember I got a shirt, like, uh, it said something like, you know, have you seen Ray Charles' wife? Neither is he. And I, and I wore that for him, and he goes, yeah, it's a little crude. And I'm sitting there going, wait a second, a little crude? You're talking about a, a, a T-shirt being a little crude, and you got a shirt that has Donald Trump, and he's blowing his brains out? But, but this is crude. I didn't say that to him. I just listened to him. He goes, yeah, I, when I was younger, I used to wear those kind of shirts all the time. And I was like, oh, when, when you were younger, because you're like two years older than me. When you were younger, back, back then, oh, okay. See, I've watched this wokeness happen. I got to watch that one happen. As far as stabbing me, Chris Payne's never stabbed me in the back. He never stabbed me in the back. He's just been too good to, you know, to hang out with me. I have been stabbed in the back, and let me address that part with you right now. There's nothing you can do about that. Nothing at all. It hurts. It sucks. I know of a guy who was told to clean his office out, and he worked with his best friend for 24 years. And when the guy was cleaning his office house out, uh, he noticed that that his his old friend actually had a gun strapped to his side in case anything went off. A gun. There is no worse feeling than when you've dedicated a big part of your life, maybe your entire adult life, to a friend and they stab you in the back. Pat, I I don't know how to get over it. I will tell you the truth on this show. I don't know how to get over it because I'm not. The Chris Payne one, I, I'm by that. Now, the, you guys are talking about breaks and stuff like that. I'm currently, I guess, on a break with Chris. And let me just tell you, if he comes back, he comes back. If he doesn't, then he doesn't. I've tried. Tried reaching out to him. Fuck him. That's all I've got to say. I've, I've tried. I've done my best. And I'm sure he's poisoned the well against me for things that I've said around him. That's fine. Maybe that friend considered robbing him. Nope, no, not kidding. Not kidding at all. Yeah, that guy who had to clean his office out. Oh, by the way, there was also an off-duty uh, Sacramento Police Department there. This friend sounds like the scum of the earth who'd sell his own mother to help his ratings. I mean, his business. Or probably tell a fat Italian to leave because it would help ratings. Then again, the fat Italian's husband stupidly follows that friend like a dog, no matter what precious uh, evil has that friend has done. No, it, it is true. Look, look, look. This is about Pat and his friend here. Uh, there's one word.
there's one word, and I, th- this is the way you get over it. And this is the word that I haven't been able to wrap my hands around. And I'm a big enough man to say it. Forgiveness. Pat, when you get to that point when you're ready to forgive that friend that you had, this best friend that you've had for 20 years, and a lot of people don't realize this, that when you say you forgive somebody, it means it. You have to mean it right there. There's there's no dancing around it. There's no forgiveness, and then I'm going to hold a grudge against you, and I'm going to use it against you, you know, just in joking even, because you've been forgiven. I'm a man. I'm only a man. I haven't even come close. I'll I'll be honest with you, not even close. Oh, the things I would do. Uh, Let's see. I just stepped in. Are we talking about Pat Martin? Maybe. I I, I just said I know a guy. Uh, I dedicated 15 years of my life to my dad's company after he all but ignored me until I was old enough to work for him, then robbed me for over 10 grand. I listen to Arnie hear stories of how a dad should be, so I can raise my son better. Thanks, big guy. Hey, you're welcome. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I always say, I always talk about how blessed I was to have such a good dad because I know so many people that don't. And it bums me out. It really does. That, that's something that it, it's like, you know how I, 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 and I'll be totally honest with you. I am terrified of parking lot fucking carnivals. Nothing scares me more to see that many, like, like felons that are actually in control of something. It scares the shit out of me. And something that bums me and, and, and just, uh, it sucks. It's when I hear people and they, they don't have good, good relationships with their dad. I was blessed. I was completely blessed. I know it. One more. Oof. Uh, make a fake Instagram for your friend and wait until a Thai, Russian, or Filipino one wants to chat. Talk dirty the fuck out and then post screenshots to the other social media anonymously. Or continue the relationship until she shows up on the doorstep. Uh, but, yeah, getting back to Pat, the letter writer, not Pat Martin. Uh, Pat, the letter writer, the, the, it's all on you. You've got to be the bigger person, and it sucks. Thank you, Derek, for saying bless you. Now, you can choose to go the Arnie way. This is the Arnie way. The only way is just stuff it down, only talk about it when when talked about. Wait for your closure to hopefully someday happen. And if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't let it bum me out anymore. Even the Chris Payne one doesn't bum me out anymore. Most of my foreign friends don't mean because they were users and didn't show the real colors. Fuck them. I moved on to better people. Rather be alone, but I have good women in my life. Bring me balance. Fuck the fake friends and move them over. OMG, Bubba just farted like you. <laughs> Attaboy. boy. 
Uh, Pat, I hope we helped you out, man. Uh, the last 20 years, look, look, you, you say you feel like the last 20 years have been fake. If they weren't fake for you, then they're not fake. Uh, I know that guy that I was telling you about who was moving out of his office. He can he can go back and look on things that, that he did with that, those people and still laugh and still say, wow, I was that good. I was the good one there. So if, if, it, if it wasn't fake to you, it's not fake. If it was fake to him, fuck him. You don't need people like that in your life. Get those people out of your life. Tim says it's hard to tell over time whether someone is showing their true colors or if their colors have changed because people change and they grow, not necessarily in good ways. But every time that's life, it's fluid, it's dynamic, and it, cha- it does. It, it does. You're right about that. This, to me, sounds like somebody became too woke, and I've gone through that, and I've seen it. So there you go. There you go. There's your one letter. Uh... ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We have, we have tons more to do tomorrow, so don't worry about it. it it's all good. We're going to keep going. Uh, let's see. Uh, I hadn't touched on this story last week because I didn't know enough about it. And then I did some research this weekend, especially after Joe Rogan was asked about this. Joe Rogan, who needs to start wearing T-shirts that are his fucking size, for Christ's sakes. They were talking about Cain Velasquez, who was arrested after attempting to shoot a man. By the way, that man was accused of molesting a kid in Cain Velasquez's family. Joe Rogan was asked about it. He says, I mean, my only wish is that he did it with his hands. My only wish is that he just ran the car off the road, pulled the guy out of the fucking car, and beat him to death. Fuck you. So this is the story that's going... uh, The accused man, 43-year-old Harry Eugene Gallart, lives at home at host daycare business run by his mother. According to a complaint, charged him one felony count of lewd and lascivious act with a child under the age of 14. Three days later, after he was arraigned, Cain Velasquez opened fire at a car carrying him his stepfather, and at least one other person near a cloverleaf interchange. The stepfather was hit at least once and is suspected to survive. Police have not disclosed any information about the shooting beyond basic location. Now, this is interesting. That is very true. It's funny to look at those two shows. Rob Kardashian shows now going against everything he was. Meanwhile, another show gets to be everything he dreamed of. Yeah. Some people are only with you for a chapter of your life and you have to move on. I had a good friend I had for 20 years, and he started treating me with disrespect and would talk shit to me trying to pick a fight. I walked away, and he tried to rekindle our friendship, and nothing had changed. So I walked away again. I still value the friendship we once had, but he's no longer the friend that he once was. Sometimes you have to walk away. Yeah, that good call, Douglas. <laughs> Hugs to everyone who's been screwed over by a friend. Well, Arise, you have a great day. Um, 
we've never really talked about this. I mean, there's there's really only one thing you can do, right? If you're a family member of an alleged kid toucher, well, just think about this. You got to think this one's this one's a tough one here. You got to think about it. your only your only action is you have to distance yourself from them, right? I mean, look, I, like I said, I hadn't looked into this story enough about Cain Velasquez. And when I heard, you know, this, this guy's accused of touching, like, his nephew or something. If Cain Velasquez shot up his car and he was driving alone... I think I, I think we, we we could have a discussion uh, about how Kane Velasquez probably could possibly get off. Now, he opened fire on a car that had other people in it, like his father-in-law. This guy is in no blood relation at all to this guy, and he got shot. So Cain Velasquez is going to have to answer for that. And that sucks. My best friend disowned me after I flew across the country to be the best man in his wedding. He disowned you after that? What the fuck? My other best friend after that, which I admit was my fault, was a gal that held a flame for years and years, and she finally gave me a glimmer of hope and unlocked the friend zone. When we had the opportunity to be with her, she wound up stopping everything to sleep with her son's best friend. Well, fantastic. If I find out a family member is a kid toucher, I break off all contact. Call the authorities and tell my other family members, if you look the other way, you're fucking complicit. I will have nothing to do with you either. Family be fucking damned. It's just a genetic similarity, not an oath-binding agreement. Boy, I, I look, Ogre, I, I'm with you 100% on that. And I guess that's why the father-in-law got shot. Because he didn't, he, he coming home from court or he's out, out and went to dinner and this fucking schmuck was with him. It's a tough, that's a tough call. The Kane story will be the next Rittenhouse trial, or at least I hope. Pedophiles need to be executed in the streets like a disease-carrying varmint. Fred, I, I can sit and we can agree on that, but the problem is, is that the, the disease-carrying varmint wasn't shot. Cain Velasquez is charged with attempted premeditated murder and other related charges. Well, that's gonna get that's gonna be a tough one to get dropped. Uh, no one is entitled to be in your life. Your time is invaluable and it's a gift. If someone doesn't value as much, they get the gift of missing you forever. Well said. So did the father in law kind of deserve to get shot? Because he was driving around with this fucking kid toucher. 
Maybe he was driving him to the bus station to say, get the fuck out of town. If OJ and Bill Cosby can be set free, I believe. This could be why that Mr. Kane Velasquez was upset. The kid toucher was released from custody without bail against DA's orders, according to the statement from the DA's office. He was ordered to stay at home, detention, remain 100 yards away from kids under 14, wear an electronic monitor uh, bracelet, which he was allegedly on his way to get when Velasquez gave chase. The child is under 10. Oh, that makes it even worse. I I mean, it's all bad, but. I mean, look, if Cain Velasquez ends up going to fucking prison, first of all, he, he, he went after a child molester, so he's going to be protected that way. And then secondly, he's Cain Velasquez. He's pretty badass. Wow, that's cold-blooded. But honestly, I think many of us wish we had the balls to go through with something like this. I know if I, did, if I knew someone, God forbid, did something terrible to my wife, Rebecca, I'd be looking for a good place to dig a hole. Well, Christopher, just know that, that you would have an alibi. You were with me that entire night. And then you flew back to Fresno the next day. Uh, that's a good lesson for everyone who wants to act out on shit. You don't always pay the consequences that you deserve sometimes your loved ones do. Now, this guy has to live with the fact that his actions got his father shot. Father-in-law. And by the way, I bet you... As a chomo, as this guy's a child molester, he could give two shits that his father-in-law got shot. Have a good day, Tim. Christopher, keep uh, an inner circle in your freezer. The deed is done, and no murder weapon can be found. Okay, keep an icicle in your freezer. Oh, that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Keep an icicle in your freezer. That's genius. Man, oh man, I I'll be I might be checking neighborhood doors tonight and see if they're open. See if I can get away with this. Cause I was with Christopher in Fresno last night. Uh, all right, so uh, a lot of the all the MMA world is standing up for Kane Velasquez, and I think a lot of people are. The problem is, is that he, he didn't get the right person. He just didn't. Sorry. Let's stay in sports here. LeBron James is pissed off. He's not mentioned as one of the NBA's greatest scorers. After winning 124-116 where he scored 56, he... People are taking his scoring for granted. He's a fucking ball hog that's got an awful looking fucking beard. Do you want to know why you let, let let let's just let let's let's just tell the truth here. LeBron, the reason why nobody likes you. 
it's not for your play on the court. You're a spectacular basketball player. You're a one-in-a-lifetime guy. Um, but you're also a bitch. All you do and have done your entire career is piss and moan. Jordan didn't piss and moan. Magic didn't piss and moan. Larry Bird just like looked like he wanted to be anywhere else except a basketball court. You want to talk about the all-time greats? The all-time greats have never pissed and moaned about, oh, nobody takes my scoring seriously. Nobody does it. Uh, I went to nine championships in a row. Granted, I lost six of them. Stop being such a bitch. I wish we could go back in time, and you wouldn't have had a whole fucking hour-long show where you talked about going to Miami where you lost the first year to the Dallas Mavericks, for fuck's sake. You eventually won with them, but then you left and went back to Cleveland with another all-star team. And you pissed and moaned up there, and you won, but you lost. Then you've come to the Lakers. And what have you done to that franchise? You have brought it to its knees. Why? Because all you do is piss and fucking moan. Was it Donald Trump that said this immortal quote, shut up and dribble? Nobody wants to hear from you, LeBron. You are what we would call way oversaturated. Yeah, breaking news, LeBron is crying about something else. Brett says, I'm not a sports person, but getting tired of hearing about LeBron James. LeBron James, I think you're number one, and you can guess which finger is representing that thought. Larry Bird once shot an entire game left-handed because he could. LeBron isn't anywhere near Larry's level. No, he's not. Look, he's a fine basketball player. I would never put him above Larry Bird, ever. He's nowhere near magic. And to to even render his name along with, and that's why I didn't say his name there, with Michael Jordan, please. LeBron once lost a series that they were up in three games to one. You, you you can't be one of the greatest of all time if that happens. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. You just can't. And now you're bitching about this. We don't talk a lot of basketball on the show because I truly do hate the NBA. Got March Madness starting up here soon. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. We'll go over the brackets when they come out next week. But Murphy's going to be, uh, um, Joe's going to be on the show on Thursday once again. I've got some interesting questions for Joe and his thoughts on things. LeBron bitches more than T.O. Yeah, he does. God, what a waste. What a waste. Speaking of a waste, oh no, not this. Not this, no. 
You don't ask to be called the greatest. Amen to that. It's like asking, it's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't give yourself a nickname. It doesn't work that way. Like Alec Baldwin couldn't come out tomorrow and say, hey, everybody, call me Shooter. He wouldn't say, I mean, granted, I would then. So, so I guess Supreme Court is saying they're not even they're not in it. Uh, no thanks. The Pennsylvania uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court threw out his conviction, saying the prosecutor who brought the case was bound by a predecessor's agreement not to charge Mr. Cosby. Bill looks very healthy now that he's out. I thought he was at death's door, right? I mean. I can't blame the Supreme Court saying, ah, we don't want any part of that shit. We don't want that media circus. He's going to come here and he's going to be dropping drinks and, and doing all kinds of stuff. And uh, Sotomayor is going to get knocked up and all that kind of shit. I wouldn't because only Shooter McGavin gets called Shooter. Alec Baldwin call me Trigger. Yeah, but see, yeah, you can't call yourself the greatest. See, Michael Jackson, I will never, ever refer to Michael Jackson as the Prince of Pop because he, 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 or or the King of Pop. He gave himself that nickname. No, it doesn't, no. Elvis was bestowed the King of Rock and Roll, rightfully so. George Strait was bestowed the King, rightfully so. LeBron James given the King James name in high school? No. You can't do that. You can't call your sister. Oh, yeah, call me this. No, I won't. It'd be like me calling Bill Cosby innocent. The flipper dip, How do you say that? Like, like. Honestly, like, do we have to say that Bill Cosby's innocent? Because he was convicted. He was convicted by a jury of his peers for heinous acts. Now, because he testified in a case earlier, they said they wouldn't try him on this. So that's how they're getting him out, right? Because they, they, they made a, a, a plea deal with him. But he still did it, though, right? I mean, you let him out of jail because, well, you broke your own rule. But but he still did it. This isn't like O.J. Like, I, I, like I, I never will ever call O.J. a killer because he's not. And I don't want to get sued. 
But OJ, but 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 Bill Cosby's a rapist, right? As a freedom of speech, I can say he's fucking guilty, allegedly. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. Bill Cosby was found guilty. They didn't overturn it because they lied in the prosecution or they distorted the facts of the case. They lost because they washed his back and he washed their back. And they weren't repaying the favor. But he's still a rapist, right? As long as I say allegedly, I'm golden. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, you're 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 totally golden. Allegedly. Rob Kardashian's a racist who married to get away with things. Allegedly. Well, he didn't. You know, he went after that that black China chick. So. But no, I'm 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 very interested in this right now. Like like this is something that I if I ever had a like a a law professor on the show or something like that, I'd ask him this question because he got let out on a technicality that had nothing to do with this case. But when this case was tried in front of a jury of his peers, he was found guilty. I'll just say that if someone handed me a pill, I don't care if they were an actor, I wouldn't take it. Well, in a year, look, look hold on, hold on, let, 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 let's slow down before we start fucking harming any of these victims. This was the 70s. This was the 70s and 80s and maybe some parts of the 90s. This wasn't 2022. These were before anybody had those, you know, the fucking ice cubes that change colors if people put shit in your drinks. This is all back then. This was a long time ago that he did this. And he's Bill Cosby, and a majority of these women were in show business, and they wanted to further their show business careers. Or they just wanted to meet Bill Cosby because a lot of these women weren't planning on fucking him. And a lot of these women weren't even told they were given quaaludes. They were just put in a drink. He'd, he'd ask them if they'd like a drink. <clears throat> Spot on Ogre, I've been saying that since he made that move. So, yeah, Supreme Court not listening to that kind of bums me out. I wish they'd do their jobs, and then that one could be on TV because people would watch that. By the way, I, a quick question, because I'm getting these stories now. More than 1,000 trucks, RVs, and cars are gathering on the outskirts of Washington, D.C., The People's Convoy, which originated in California, has drawn participants from all around the country. Um, They're warning that this week, if you drive around Washington, D.C., it's going to be really, really slow. Um, 
Um, wasn't this supposed to happen last week? Like, 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 uh, ooh, who would get a two-tone, like, Nissan Aria? Red on top, black on the bottom. That's a two, ooh, that's an ugly two-tone car. God damn. That's horrible looking. Sorry, squirrel. Uh, How come you remember that last week where we were talking about the convoys and they're going to disrupt the State of the Union, but there was nothing. Have, have they, has it always been this week that it was supposed to be? Are they late? Like, like what happened? I mean, I, I'm still in favor of them. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I, I, I'm hey, thumbs up, man. Uh, but uh, I thought it was last week. We have ice cubes now that can change colors. Thanks, ass. Just learned something. Oh, oh, cue the more you know music. Okay, gladly. Let's see. They did. They, there's some places out there that have ice cubes and things like that. They can change colors if somebody's fucking with your drink. Not that I've ever fucked with people's drinks. I, I saw it on TV. Uh, my mom handed me a joint in the in the '69. She didn't smoke it. Made her own decision. I'm not saying he isn't guilty. I'm saying the ladies have something to learn. Okay. I think the convoy had to wait for the uh, cable repairman to join. You know, cable repair guys, we're always late. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, I can't get over how ugly his car is. Well. If you drive a 2022 Nissan Aria and you got the red and black package, you look worse than a fucking PT Cruiser. Boy, yeah, that's laying the gauntlet down there. You remember, we all had a friend that got a PT Cruiser, didn't we? We all have a friend who got a PT Cruiser and instantly regretted it. Like, like the, the, this feeling of regret happened as soon as they finished signing their name. And they walked out it, and they looked at it, and they said, this is not nearly as cool as I thought it was. The PT Cruisers. What hunks of shit. Oh, man. No offense if you have one. You know how they call stuff like 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 the Barracuda and the Charger muscle cars? The PT Cruiser is a bulimic car. You know that every time it leaves the garage, it just wants to throw up. I'm a PT Cruiser. No offense if you drive one. I mean, this, 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 oh, wow. Okay, ask family. Ask family. Here we go. I've got a question for you. If, if by chance, you had to pick between these two cars and these two cars only, 
what would you get? Would you drive a brand new, brand new at the time, Astro minivan, or would you rather drive a PT Cruiser? Minivan versus PT Cruiser as family. Who you got? Here we go. A Nissan Urethra? That sounds like the worst car ever. Uh, worse than the Chevrolet, Chevrolet anal fissure. I'll never buy a PT Cruiser, but they're good for store trips with lots of room for bought items. Yeah, so is a pickup truck. Triple T, I asked the question, would you drive an Astro van, a minivan, or a PT Cruiser? Triple T, honest, said Astro van. PT Cruiser is only good for targets out in the desert. Brett says PT Cruiser. Me Coop says minivan. Uh, you, no, you can't answer that way, Cowboys girl. You, this uh, this uh, who would you do game? You can't say I'd rather ride my bicycle. Uh, Derek says minivan. Shotgun to the face. Christopher says minivan. At least I can do hookers and blow in the back with privacy. Well, here, here, here's the here's the thing. The one good thing a minivan can do for you. There's only one. Okay. A minivan, a guy driving a minivan is giving the illusion that he's had sex at least one time. Someone driving a PT Cruiser, they can, you could put John Holmes in a PT Cruiser and people would go, that guy's a fucking virgin. PT Cruisers have never picked up girls. A Gremlin, an AMC Pacer. You want to talk about a pussy magnet? Get yourself an El Camino. But if you want to repel chicks, hell, it repels everybody. I don't even think gay dudes are driving this shit. It's the PT Cruiser. Oh, my God. PT Cruisers. Now, if you drive one, there's no offense meant to you. It, it, it's great from getting to point A to point B. It's sad that people have to see it, though. <laughs> uh, my sister bought a minivan after having five kids, and I still made fun. Oh, oh, you have to. You have to. I have a good friend in, in Sacramento. Uh, his name is Dave. That's all, that's all I'll say. His name is Dave. Dave's a former bodybuilder. Dave's a great guy. Has amazing kids now. He's a grandfather. And Dave's wife, Jen, is awesome human being, one of the best cooks I've ever met. 
Awesome, awesome people. And huge fan of the show way back in the day. I used to work out at the same gym as Dave. I couldn't work out with Dave. Dave was way too intense. But uh, we, we became friends in there. And I'll never forget the day he showed up at the gym. And, and he was a listener of mine. And he knew me. And he showed up and he was driving a minivan. Oh, I eviscerated him. I, I think I did 20 solid minutes on him. Two days later, had an Escalade. That's a true story. That is a true fucking story. Uh, let's see. Uh, Arnie, true story. I have a Honda Civic for a commuter car, and I have banged three chicks in it. Okay, good. Driving a PT Cruiser is like fucking a fat chick. It may be fun, but you never want people to see you doing it. Oh, man. But see, you have the knowledge of driving a PT Cruiser. Oh, oh Jesus. Those are such bad cars. They're so awful. I don't think there will be any cruisers happening in Washington, D.C. Uh... <laughs> By the way, uh, the world's biggest cruise ship set sail. By the way, after you know, after that 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 car mover that was in the Atlantic caught fire and then sunk with everybody and you know, all them rich people and their cars on there and shit. You know, I wouldn't be thinking too much about fucking water travel right now. I'm just saying. I don't think they still make it. No, I, I, I think, I think they're like, no, we gotta stop with this shit. Um, the, the, this vessel is almost a thousand feet long. It carries almost seven thousand passengers, twenty three hundred crew members. It's been described as a city on the water. It has 18 decks, 16 for passengers, and costs more than a billion pounds to make. So like $2 billion. It has an ice rink, 19 swimming pools. I'm sorry, it's 1,188 feet long. Well, I tell you what, man, that is a big fucking boat. Man, like, like that would be exercise walking from the front of that boat all the way to the back of it. That's not an that's not a vacation. No, I, I, I don't think I could do this. I'd be way too worried about that thing cracking right in half. I'm already starting to get a little little jumpy in the poop area thinking about being in the middle of the sea and that thing just breaks up. How's it do against icebergs? I would say rather poorly. Rather poorly as most boats do. We don't have to worry about icebergs though. They're all melting. Remember? That thing has battleships for like no shit, man. I mean, it's called the wonder of the seas. No, I like like I I've been on one cruise my entire life, and I don't recall most of it. 
due to getting blackout drunk really, really bad the first and second and third days. Yeah, oh, it, I, it, it, it was a lot of drinking. It was a lot of drinking. Yeah, I, I, I did a cruise a long, long time ago. It started in L.A., and the drinking started in L.A. because this is back when you could bring, like, you know, beer past the security. So I, I and I wasn't the greatest flyer then, but I, I drank a case of beer between the Reno Airport and L.A., And then had to get a beer to go because we were getting on the, the tour bus to take us to the boat. So I drank a beer there. So we're at 25, right? Oh, this is one day, 25. Then we get on the boat. And when you get on the boat, they tell you to go to your room first and kind of hang out there for an hour or so. Then everything starts to open up. Well, lo and behold, we brought a bottle of tequila with us. And we started doing poppers. It's like seven up and tequila in a glass. You bang it on the table and you take the shot. I think I did about five of those, and then they announced the duty-free shop was open. So now we're at, what, 34 drinks. The duty-free shop opens. Lo and behold, there's a uh, one, of them, one of them neck bottles of Jack Daniels, and it's like $8. This is like a $40 bottle of Jack that I can get for $8. I'm going to get that. And we got some, we, we bought a lot of alcohol there. I think we spent like $50. We went back to the room, and I did I did like three shots of Jack, and then I made a Jack and Coke to take to the bar. That's right, I took a drink to the bar. So two shots of Jack and then that, that's three, four, five. What well, we at, four, 43? 43 drinks now? We get to the bar. I, I had a beer at the bar. Then it was time to eat. So that's 44. And there are two bottles of wine. So whatever you want to say an entire bottle is, that's what? Another eight drinks, so close to 50 drinks. And then I passed out off my chair. And I slept until about 2 o'clock the next day. Yeah. It was a big day. It started at like six in the morning, and I and I drank that way from six in the morning until about six thirty that night. That was that was a twelve hour run right there. I had a beer. What? I had two more beers. What? Six more beers. What? Bottle tequila. What? Duty free shop bourbon. What? Oh yeah. And you can feel the, maybe not in a boat this size, but you can still feel the, the, the rocking of the ocean underneath you. Even on a, in, on a cruise ship, and it was okay. We, we, went from, uh, we went from L.A. to, oh, goddammit, uh, Ensenada was the last trip. We went L.A., Catalina Island. Catalina Island is the fucking biggest ripoff in the world. If you live in Nevada and you've ever been to Silver Dollar City, congratulations. You've been to to that island. And it doesn't have a proper port for a a cruise ship. So when you get to Catalina Island, you have to take a small boat in. Yeah, let me just tell you, lots of vomit. 
Lots of vomit in the Gulf of California there, I guess, is where I'd been. I, I'm not sure where I was. Oh, boy, did I puke, though. Yeah, it was not good. I, I, I drank that way for, like, three of the days. One day that we're in Mexico, I had a drink that way. Uh, the, the, the food on the cruise, it, it was all right. The, like, I, I hear all this talk about how, how good cruise food is. Uh, that cruise that we went on, it was, it was okay. Meh. Meh. I, I went on that trip to drink. I don't know if you've realized that, but I went on that trip to drink a little bit. Yeah, I, 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 I tried. I tried to eat. I mean, I, fuck, I was passed out every night by about 9 o'clock, so it didn't matter. But, hey, the Wonders of the Sea, I think they have, what, like 688 bars on there. They got a goddamn ice rink. How do you have a fucking ice rink on a goddamn on, on a boat? Jesus. And by the way, who says that when they're building a boat? Hey, you think we should put an ice rink in here? I think that's a great idea. I think that's magical. An ice rink. Oh, sad news to report. Uh, More Major League Baseball games have been sadly canceled. Negotiations still not moving forward. The union, the players, the millionaires, has has given a couple different ideas and structures and deals that they'd like in place. And the owners' union, the owners, they said the second one was even worse than the first idea. I refuse to look into what they want because, once again, this to me is one of the most asshole things we do in our society is when millionaires take on billionaires. I, I, I find it repulsive. And I don't know who to blame this time. Is it the player's fault? Is it the owner's fault? I don't know. It's another thing that pissed me off about this. Oh, my God. At least it wasn't a cruise ship with a parking lot carnival on the weather deck. If they had a fucking parking lot carnival, I'd get off the damn boat. I would jump in the Gulf of Mexico. Because something evil and wicked is going to happen to that boat because it has a fucking, it has a parking lot carnival on it. Ugh. You can just see the scabies on the people that work there. It's gross, man. Hey, I'm glad they got a job. I think it's awesome for them. I respect them for that. I don't I don't respect them for their skeeviness. I bet every damn one of them has a shiv on them too. They are willing to cut your ass. You question that person about guessing your weight, hey, they cut you.
parking lot? No, no, that's not for reals. That that would be the ultimate fear. I mean, that would. I could I, if I were to get through that trip alive. I would probably never have fears again. Because my fears on I, I don't have really a fear of, of going on a, a a boat or anything, unless it had a parking lot carnival on it. Uh, but I'd be terrified to see what happens when we fall in the ocean because I know my ass is fixed and get eaten. How about a parking lot carnival set up on the Bay Bridge? Oh, fuck. I can't even drive over that shit. Now you're just picking on me. Now you're picking on me because you know I don't like fucking bridges either. Well, you can put the damn parking lot carnival on a fucking trip up to Tahoe on... On Highway 50, don't like that one either. Now, as much as I hate bridges and water, but, you know, it's bad. Oh, fuck. And the Bay Bridge was my least favorite bridge, I think, in the world to, to drive on. Because you just see it. It, like, warns you. It's like, yeah, you, you're not going to get across. Okay, I've never been on a cruise, so Ogre had me going. I was like, what the fuck? It's a ghetto cruise with carnies. And by the way, since I've been on a cruise, I have no desire. Maybe I'll go on a... They have these, like, wrestling cruises now. They do all these kind of weird, like, like sponsored cruises and stuff now. I mean, if, if the sponsor was cool enough, maybe I'd go, but I don't know. I don't think so. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Uh, we come back, we will have the last segment of today's big show.
American one. 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, back to the show we go. We don't do this very often. We don't take many quizzes together on the show. I'd like to change that. I think we can change that today. Today, as family, we are going to be stopping this music first. We're going to take a geography quiz. That's right. Now, if there's any pictures uh, involved, I have not taken it yet. I'm taking it blindly with you. So here we go. Dramatic stuff here. A geography quiz. Question number one, easy. What country is not part of Scandinavia? Would it be Finland, Sweden, Norway, or Denmark? Which country is not a part of Scandinavia? I've given my answer. The answers will come at the end. True or false, Vatican City is a country. True or false? Number three, true or false, San Marino is the only country completely surrounded by another country. Okay, give my answer there. Number four, what is the capital of Chile? Is it Valparaiso, Santiago, Antofagasata, or Capapio? Capicaipo. Valparaiso, Santiago. Which city has the highest mileage of canals in Europe? Birmingham, UK, Venice, Italy, Berlin, Germany, or Amsterdam? The highest mileage of canals. I'll answer. Which of the following countries is within the Eurozone but outside of the Schengen? Schengen area, area, Malta, Portugal, Greece, or Cyprus? Okay. What African country has Portuguese as its official language? Mozambique, Botswana, Ghana, or Madagascar? What event led to the Liechtenstein adding a crown to its flag? Charles V decree, coronation of Prince Johann I in 1805, signing of the Constitution, or the 1936 Olympics? Question nine, true or false? Vietnam is the only country in the world that starts with the V. Number 10, true or false, Liechtenstein does not have an airport. Okay. 
Question 11. Uh, what is Canada's smallest province? Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, Yukon, or Nova Scotia? Question 12. What is the name of the rocky region that spans most of eastern Canada? The Rocky Mountains, the Appalachian Mountains, Canadian Shield, or the Himalayas? Hmm. What's the highest mountain in the world? Kangchenjunga? Annapurna? Mount Everest? Mount Godwin? Uh, Austin? True or false? Hungary is the only country in the world beginning with H. And the final question, question number 15. Oh, wait, no, there's more. True or false, Nova Scotia is on the east coast of Canada. All right, that, that, that's all the ones we're going to do here. We're going to not do the, the last two. Okay, so here we go. Answers, number one, Finland. I said D. I was wrong. Number two, true, which was a true or false. I got it right. Three, B, false. Got it right. Santiago is the capital of Chile. I got that one right. Ah, I believe I said Amsterdam. It was Birmingham that has the most canals. Uh, Cyprus was the answer. I said it was uh, another one. Mozambique, not Madagascar. Ooh, I'm not doing good now. I thought about answering this way when they got the star on the flag, but it was because of the Olympics. Wow, got that one wrong. Next one is a true-false. I got it right, false, and then a true. And then Prince Edward Island, smallest province, got that one. The Canadian Shield, I thought it was the Appalachians. I got that one wrong. Mount Everest, tallest mountain. And then we'll go false, true. So I got out out of what, 15 questions, I got one, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine out of 15. My geography sucks. I don't know what half those places are. Most of those are guesses. True, false ones. Hey, look, hey, you got to take a true, false question. It test. Let, let me help you out. This is from the test taker right here. If the word always or the word the only, the words the only appear in a question, that's a truth or false, true or false question, it's always going to be false. The word always shows up in there. It's always false. Uh, so there you go. I, I, I just thought it would be kind of fun. Kind of kind of wacky there. A little wacky DJ shit there for you. I got the same nine. Yeah, it was tough. Whew, boy, these next stories. Ooh, daddy. Oh, god damn. All right, then. Uh, uh.
went out of Florida. Yeah, oh, it, it's out of Florida. Look at there. So, so we get to have some fun now. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Boy, we sure as hell do. A handyman in Florida has been charged with murder. After, bo- after the body of a missing woman was found dumped in a septic tank in the backyard of her home in Florida. <laughs> Cynthia Cole was last seen while she went to a local arts festival back in on the 24th of February. But then it just seemed like the 57-year-old woman vanished without a trace, and police issued an appeal for help finding her. Let me introduce you to Kiyoki Hilo Damash. A 34-year-old man who had worked as a handyman for the victim and was arrested soon after and charged with her murder. <laughs> Investigators, they spent hours working through the night excavating uh, her backyard. One of the officers said, I've been doing this for 40 plus years. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, he, he shoved her in the septic tank. Because And deputies spotted it because it didn't look like it was in its right place. Oh, man. Well, congratulations to the low-hanging fruit award winner goes to Fred, who says, what a shitty place to be found. There you go. Uh, it's a shitty way to go. I mean, oh, that's what a shitty job. We, we could go on and on and on about shitties. No way. No way. This better not be true, Christopher. Oh, please let this be true. Please let there be video of it. Oh, Christopher, you, you might have given us the end story of all end stories. I'll hold on to it, though. We'll we'll, we'll come to it. (laughs) Boy. All right, so the handyman, yeah, he's going down. All right, now, is this lady from Florida, too? This happened in Wyoming. You wouldn't think something like this would happen in Wyoming. A woman, uh, a Wyoming woman, will be serving three years in prison after trying to sell a kilo of heroin. According to the United States Attorney General John Gerganis, Nicole Bozik of Nicholson 
conspired to distribute more than 50,000 bags of heroin. Good Lord, that is a lot of heroin. Doesn't that sound like a lot of heroin? 50,000 bags, but it's only a kilo? She is one of 11 people that have been indicted. She had 50,000 bags of heroin. How many bags did you deliver? Oh, about 50,000. I did not know that people in Wyoming were that fucking, you know, bummed out. You live in Wyoming. All right, now we're going to do Christopher's jo- uh, story here. Uh, I've got one more to go after it. Because I, I already know the one after it. It's going to be gold no matter what. So here we go. The email is entitled to me. Wait, hold on a second. Let me let me see. Oh dear God. Oh man. Oh, I might get fucking hard on this. Oh boy. Oh, forgive me, Lord. This is a powerful thing. Invis is the clear liner brand most trusted by doctors and more predictable. Invisalign. Thank you. Okay, no more ads, okay? No more AT&T ads. Holy shit. This happened in Clovis, California. (whistles) Anytime. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. The email is sent to me. It says, they made monkey noises at a kid playing soccer. Buchanan High is a Fresno area high school. Now... Where this all started was over in England and Europe. On the soccer pitches all over England and and Europe, whenever a black player would be dribbling the ball down the pitch, a portion of the crowd would make monkey noises. If they were throwing the ball in, they would pelt the young man with bananas. And he was playing a home game. It happened in Fresno? Oh, please say it happened. Here we go. Another incident of alleged racist remarks at a state championship game involving a local girls soccer team. The coach is calling for change and a tougher response from the state athletic organization. Thanks for joining us tonight for Action News at 11. I'm Jessica Harrington. That incident happened at an away game between Buchanan High School and Oak Ridge High School in the Sacramento area. Action News reporter Nick Garcia is live in the newsroom. God with damn the you, Sacramento people. Tonight. Nick? Right, this was the Division I regional championship game between the two schools. Two Buchanan High School players were heckled with racially charged noises as they went to do their penalty kicks. Now, school officials are calling for more to be done. It's hard to find the words to describe what happened at the girls' soccer game between Buchanan High School of Clovis and Oak Ridge High School of El Dorado Hills Saturday night. Unbearable. And it was, I, it was, I, we were amazed, I, shocked, uh, saddened, disgusted, angry. Like all of those words come to mind when you're sitting there trying to figure out how to protect your kids. A student on the Oak Ridge side makes monkey noises as Sierra Wilson, an African American soccer player from Buchanan, approaches the ball. Moments before, a person was barking like a dog as a Hispanic soccer player made her kick. The reality is is that 
if we don't speak up, if we don't say anything, if we don't watch that video, if you don't watch the video of it happening and say that this is absolutely disgusting, then what are we doing? Buchanan's head girl soccer coach is outraged. She says the officials outraged. did not do anything after the incident. Once Ooh, again, district, uh, it, it says we will not accept racism. We will not accept this type of behavior by our students and your school and community will be held accountable. Oak Ridge High School is also working to issue apologies to racism wait wait where, where, where and go? the cif released a statement saying in part it quote where'd it go finds damn it, it acceptable when those proud they just sat there nobody oh, said it was this student. fun lady the student on the oak ridge side makes monkey noises as sierra wilson an african-american soccer player from buchanan approaches the ball <laughs> moments before a person was barking like a dog how come they didn't Hispanic catch that person where was that person? You just wanted to get the monkey noises on your news. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Racism and COVID are the same. Neither is ever going away. Accept it. Get a sense of humor, you fucks. That was bad, but I'm sure that bitch was outraged before that happened just because she woke up. Yeah. Look, I mean, like, that's awful, but. Hey, it didn't start here. It started in Great Britain. That's not one of our things. I mean, I, I, I do have to say, though. I, I would, if, I would hate it if I, first of all, I'd hate it if I had a daughter. Secondly, if I had a daughter that played soccer, I'd really hate my life. I, under, I understand that I was Hitler in a previous life. But if my daughter's playing at that game and something like that pops off, I'm fucking under the bleachers because I'm laughing so hard. I, I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. I, it, it's bad, but hey, man, I know comedy, and that is comedy at its purest right there. Mm-mm-mm. Gosh. Christopher, great story. Great job, dude. That was awesome. Now, I, I, I did say, I, I saved one. Let's see. All right, we can do this one because I got time. Braddy Kid just sent me a good story here. You know, I, I, I've done this show now for what, five years almost? Is, is it, yeah, five years. It'll be five years in June. And I've always had this question because I've never understood the whole Airbnb. I, I've never got it. Never got it. But I, I get it for, like, family vacations when you can rent out a whole house. Because, like, there's some Airbnbs where, like, you just rent out a room at somebody's house and they're home. That, to me, is a little weird. But that's me. But even going to somebody else's house, like when you go on vacation, you're going to go to somebody's house and like their shit's going to be up and you're not supposed to go through it, which is, I guess, the part that bothers me the most because I know I'm going to go through their shit. See, I've never gotten it. Never, ever gotten it. Because A, I would never, ever give up control of my home for that long to anyone.
And secondly, I, I'm going to go through your stuff. I'm just telling you that. I'm going to go through your stuff. So I've never stayed in Airbnb. And then we start hearing all these stories. Well, it's happened again. An Airbnb host here in the great state of Texas faces 15 counts of invasive visual recording. It happened at A.J. Alley's Texas cabin. Police say they discovered more than 2,000 images of guests naked and having sex. A guest found it in the bedroom of the secluded cabin. 54-year-old man faces 15 counts of invasive visual recording. Investigators uncovered images of laptops, phones, and tablets linked to hidden devices. Oh, you think that's a stapler over there? No, no, that's ball cam. See, no matter where you go in the room, it catches your balls. Oh, my God. By the way, a guest reported them because they felt uncomfortable after the, the host says, be comfortable. We don't care if you're in PJs or you're nude. That, that's like bragging about it. Like, yeah, we're going to see you naked no matter what. My brother has an Airbnb in Truckee. They've had people stay with who had Coke patties. And try to weed those people out, but it happens. Yeah. Oh, I had a good friend that did it, that, that had an Airbnb, and people stayed there and, 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 look, had no problem with it. Just not for me. Oh, yeah, because I know they're going to be videotaping you. They're going to be doing all kind of crazy shit. It's their house because I'd do it. That's why. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'd do it. And that's why I don't want you guys to stay at my house because I know you're going to go through my shit because I'd do that to you. I mean, can you imagine, like, like, like guys, guys, come on, let's all come to the forefront here. Let's say you got an Airbnb. Okay, you're not with your wife or your girlfriend. You, you, you just got this. You're on a trip somewhere, staying at somebody's apartment. They're not there. They ain't there. Their house. You're, you're it, it, a, a work trip. You got to be there for a week. They're not there. You're staying in their house. Go in the house, you look around, you see pictures all over the wall, you see who lives there. Let's say let let's say it's some fucking super hot Kelly LeBrock type chick. Kelly LeBrock weird science, not current day. Some super hot chick. She lives there. The question is, are you gonna You gonna go look for her panties? And then let's say you find the panties, you gonna sniff them? Is that what you're gonna do? And don't tell oh, I've never thought like that. Shut up. Stop lying. Stop it. Maybe you steal a pair. I don't I I, I don't know. I don't I don't but see this way I don't want people staying in my place. 
Yeah, like, today she looks more like Kelly LeBrock Lesnar. No, that wouldn't be an issue, you drinking my Dr. Pepper, because you'd, you'd lose a hand after the first one. And if you didn't learn after the first one, well, then. This is why I would never. Exactly. Exactly. Fred says guilty. Of course you, look, 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 this isn't one of those things. And by the way, you ask all your husband's friends, they'll tell you the same thing. They'll say, yeah, they've done it, or they know that your guy's done it or thought about it. I'm just telling you, look, guys are simple creatures, and we're fucking gross. It's true. I stayed at one in Tahoe for my friend's bachelorette party. It said, no bachelorette parties, but we told them that we were sisters. We got naked in the hot tub and realized there was a video camera on us. Nice job. Nice job. All right, final story coming up now. Oh, boy. I don't know who needs to hear this, but once again, I am being called in to teach the youth of America today, especially young men in this country, what and how to do things. Okay, this started a couple weeks ago. This is what started me writing my new stand-up show. You, you always have to look at the future and things like that and, and what, what, what are things that you're going to say going to mean down the road. The story was about a guy who was upgraded on, on, on an airline to first class. And his wife was in coach, and he didn't pay to have her upgraded. Now, I said, if you're not going to upgrade one, then she gets to go to first class. And there was a lovely little little uh, meeting in the middle that we had here on the show that maybe he's up there for half the time. Maybe she's up there for half the time. That's lovely. She gets a seat. That, 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 that's the end. She gets a seat. And the reason why she gets a seat is because when the story is told once and only once about what kind of great man you are for giving up your first-class ticket to her so she could sit there in peace, do you want her to tell that story only once, or do you want the story for the next 50 years of your life be about the time he dumped me in coach? Mm-hmm. See, you got to think about this stuff. So I, I, I'm here to help. Remember, we had the guy stick the, the AA battery in his wiener, and I've told young people out there, young men especially, AA batteries do not are, are not supposed to fit in your pee-pee hole. Uh, do, do, do we need this? Do, do we really need this? Okay, all right. Well, I've got another one for you. Doctors are starting to get concerned about people who subscribe to a dangerous home remedy. Credible credible medical professionals are emphasizing that this will not, in fact, help with hemorrhoids. Okay, if you've ever had hemorrhoids, you know they suck. They're literally a pain in the ass.
Ooh, I like that. Arnie's School of Knowledge. I like that a lot. Um, so, so there's all kinds of things you can do. You can take a really – I've had hemorrhoids, so I, I'll tell you. Uh, it was no walk in the park. You have to take extremely, extremely hot baths, and that hurts. You can use Preparation H. Made me feel kind of, it started me questioning my own, you know, masculinity. But, hey, I got through it. I would never, ever do this. If a doctor told me it was either this or I die, I am dying. Because there is an alleged story out there, and even though all these people in the medical world are saying there is no medical evidence that putting Frozen potatoes up your ass helps cure hemorrhoids. If you didn't hear what I said, people were inserting frozen potatoes whole, not like a bag of russets, yeah, or no, no oritas. You know, somebody probably tried that. But they put a whole frozen potato... Up their their can. Uh, the doctor. <laughs> the doctor goes on in detail on the consequences of at home remedies. Uh, they often go away on their own after a few days. Drink plenty of fluids. Fiber rich diet. But whatever you do, do not put a frozen russet potato in your outbox. Why do I even have to say, do not put a potato in your ass? If you like the smell of garlic... Supposedly for you ladies, putting a garlic bulb in your cooch balances pH, kills bad bacteria, and improves your odor. I have no idea. Dumb folks, everybody knows you put frozen asparagus in your asshole to combat hemorrhoids. Firm opinion, the only thing that should be going a man's ass is a woman's tongue. Don't knock it till you've tried it. If you ever want your vag eaten again, putting garlic up there. <laughs> The 1800 Irish are outraged at this story. Oh, you don't put the potatoes up there. Faith and Begara. Oh, I got to work on my my, my, my Irish accent because St. Patrick's Day is coming up, don't you know? You know, a day that we Irish do not celebrate with a color that is very unlucky to us. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, young guys out there. Look, look, look. I, I understand there, there's a fascination to putting things in your body where they really don't belong. You motherfuckers are putting double-A batteries in your wiener holes and frozen potatoes up your ass. 
I mean, if you're telling me that you, you'd heard that's a faster way to defrost a frozen potato, I could almost believe that. But, like, I'm, I'm still going to be asking, like, questions like, how do you get it out? You ever feel how rough the texture is on a, on a fucking potato? And if it's frozen, you probably got it in fucking aluminum foil already. That's really going to hurt. <laughs> Name of love, don't put taters in your ass. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, who starts that story? Is that somebody like me? We need to start one of these things. We need to start a wives' tale on this show. That's what we need to do. Because they all that, I mean, somebody's saying, ah, stick a potato up your ass. Oh, okay, that's a great idea. Nobody ever said that. We got. We have to come up with a remedy for something. Put a candle in your ass if you don't see well or something. Oh man! I tell you what, uh, that is going to do it for today's show. We will be back manana, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, ooh, Monday Night Raw. Wrestling's coming up. Oh, you know what? Do, do we need to do... Yeah, we need to We, we need to look up WrestleCon real quick. Let's see if they've announced any new people. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, guests. Oh, I don't like the... Uh, I don't like the new alphabet... Uh, the alphabetized one. That screws me up. I know who I'm looking for, though. Come on. I'm looking for either... G- oh, wait, wait. Jays, where's Jim Corn? Jim Cornette still not signed on. Damn it to hell. Okay, come on, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, Enzo Amore. What an idiot that guy is. Ric Flair, woo, knew that one. Anybody knew? Anybody knew? Come on, Tatanka. That's not new. Trish Oh, oh man, I didn't see any Steiners. No Steiner brothers yet. Nobody knew. Nobody good knew today. All right. Well, that does it. Uh, Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. Take me to Texas 200 years ago Where a pride rose from the ashes of San Jacinto Still beats in every heart like a battle cry Where I was born Where I was raised So when I die Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer Is that you'll take me Anywhere in Texas The only home I know I'm a child of the Alamo Texas, where my daddy worked, 
is outside waiting to arrest him.